record. Ding, 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 ding. Now I am the one who is recording. Now I am recording. Now I am the one who is recording. Hello and welcome to the Never Heard of It podcast. Uh, I'm Craig Moorhead. And I'm Sean Harwell. And this is a podcast where we talk about the movies that have fallen through our cracks. And today we're doing a mini episode, which uh, Craig, why don't you tell people what we do during these mini episodes? Generally, Sean, what we'll do is we'll talk about movies, the movie industry, things that are happening in movies, uh, interesting uh, facts, trivia. Sometimes you'll sing a, a little song that you've made up about the week in movies. Not tonight. And uh, it's well, not tonight, but <laughs> most of the time. And then uh, and then we uh, we say goodnight. That's generally how this kind of thing will run. Well, that that sounds super duper cool. And if you want to check out some of our other episodes, please go visit NeverHeardPodcast.com. Uh, our last episode, we talked about a 1973, uh, somewhat of a horror film from Hammer Films called Nothing But The Night, starring Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing. And uh, you can enjoy that podcast. So, uh, Craig, start us off with something, this fine episode. Well, the first thing I want to start off with, Sean, uh, there have been rumors today that moved the stock market around a little bit. Uh-oh. And I was going to ask you what you thought about this. Is are are your stocks rumors? okay? Luckily, my stocks are fine. <laughs> okay. And the kid's future is <laughs> still secure. They can go to college, thank God. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's uh, good. Okay. So there's rumors that Disney might buy Netflix. Wow. It didn't mean a lot to me. The only thing I could think, my only reaction to that really is, well, if Disney owns Netflix, then what movies of their competitors will not be on Netflix? Like, I, I think that'd be, that'd kind of suck. Uh, I don't it know. Would. Did Do you they, have any feelings about that? No, I feel like, did they not, I think they struck some deal with Netflix earlier this year as well to bring mm-hmm. a bunch of their, and I know Zootopia is on there right now, which is yeah, a uh, pretty big deal. They've always been traditionally somewhat stingy with how they release things in the video market. Um with the Disney vault and whatnot. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I think, you know, more than maybe who they would keep out, it's kind of, well, okay, what, what does that mean that they're keeping in, in a way? Does this mean all the Star Wars movies are going to be immediately available and you know, sure. will be the first place exclusive for, say, Force Awakens or Episode Eight when they, or Rogue One, when they finally make it to streaming? Um, correct me if I'm wrong, they also own Marvel? <laughs> or yes. No? Yeah, okay. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, it, it's always some of that stuff has always been a little confusing to me because I know, um, you know, it's not like the studios are involved in the theater chains anymore. But as far as home video, it's always a little bit confusing to me. You know, sometimes you know, uh, Fox will release a movie that wasn't necessarily produced at Fox mm-hmm. um, on video. So fair enough. I don't know. I, I think you know the bigger thing is don't change what works about Netflix, and yeah. I can't imagine that they would drastically. Um, right. It feels like they've been pretty hands off uh, on the Marvel side of things, from what I can tell, and it seems like they're steering Star Wars in a cool direction. Yeah. And if they want Netflix, I think I'm okay with that, if, as long as we can still enjoy Netflix. I don't know. I think this is a wait and see. I don't think it's a hit the panic button yet. How about you? Well, I mean, uh, clearly a lot of the fat cats on Wall Street, you know the ones. I do. They seem pretty excited about it. So 
Okay, so that it had a positive effect on both of their stocks. Is that what happened? Yeah, well, on Netflix stock especially, everyone was yeah. like, "Oh, it's going to get yeah." So well, that's interesting, isn't it? It's so like, well, yeah. what, you know, what is Netflix doing wrong currently that Disney would make it? I guess it just means that they're that much more financially viable because I think that's it. I right? mean, I think yeah. I think right now there are so many sharks circling Netflix. Yeah. And I mean, really, Netflix has done an amazing job. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Of of I mean, just done an amazing job. I remember, uh, you know, a few years ago when they really started buying up stuff and and putting money out for original stuff, and uh, a lot of people were saying, "Well, there's no way they're going to survive if they keep doing things this way." And I mean, they're 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 still leading the pack, as far as I can tell. So, well, yeah. Do you remember when they separated the DVD service for a while, and they had um. Quickster. It was like a different site. Yeah. Yeah. Quickster or something like that. And then that yeah. just blew up in their faces. Um, yeah. They but su- honestly, it didn't even register for me. Like, I didn't even think about the fact it was a different either. site at all. But yeah. Well, I, I, know I, wasn't, I wasn't doing DVDs at the time, so it didn't bother me yeah. at all. But, um, and I know that they've, they've seen some decline in subscriptions that they chalked up specifically to the price hike um, that they right. you know, announced was coming for a year. Yeah, and you know some people, you know, whatever, it just surprised them, or they, you know, they just don't want to pay that much. That's fine. Sure. Um, I also read today. I think Netflix inked a deal with a very small but sort of premium theater chain to release some of the movies that they're they're financing in house. I think specifically so that they can qualify for Oscar contention, so that yeah. they can because they got a lot of back backlash from theater owners. Um, by doing like Beasts of No Nation and wanting to release it in theaters the same day they released it on their site. Right. And the theater owners were like, no, you're, well, it's not playing in my theater if you do yeah. that. Um, they want that exclusive window. So I think that's interesting. All that world, it just seems like it's merging to a degree and it's, it's somewhat inevitable. I don't think yes. either, you know, I don't think theaters are going away, but, you know, I think we've talked about this before, but uh, that window, I think it's just going to get smaller and smaller. And I think yeah. it can, can benefit everybody in the long run but um yeah i don't know maybe there'll be an interesting little netflix section of disney world <laughs> where you just you can just hang out and watch a movie you can literally netflix and chill and uh and just while your kid no you know while oh, your kids oh. go ride space mountain or something so uh we'll see fair enough i watched a documentary last night called the witness um i think that came out late last year but mostly just this year and specifically on Netflix um, mm-hmm. this this month. And do you know anything about this? Not from the, the name, no. Not from the name, okay. It's about um, Kitty Genovese, who was murdered. She was a very young yes. woman. Yeah, in her 20s, murdered in 1964. The New York Times had this huge piece about how there were 38 witnesses to the crime and that did nothing. They didn't even call the cops, nothing. And then later... Uh, I think on the 40th anniversary, perhaps they revisited that story within the house, you know, at the New York Times and printed, you know, some things about how a lot of that initial reporting was not completely accurate and painted a very different picture maybe than than what exactly had happened. Uh, Certainly an apathetic picture and, and a very dystopian picture of New York. And so this documentary... Um, is directed by James Solomon, 
but it, it mainly centers on Kitty's brother, Bill, who was her younger brother by quite a few years. I think he graduated high school a couple years after she was killed. And, you know, just kind of been obsessed with that, as you might imagine, over the years, and finally set about trying to find out, A, who these 38 people were, how they came up with the number 38, and, you know, basically the facts of what happened that night. And uh, it's really, really compelling. I mean, obviously, um, with making a murder and serial, all, you know, I, this is within a sort of very hot genre, I guess, yeah. for nonfiction film. And and I think this one has enough of a different angle on it. It's you know, it's definitely not the jinx or anything like that. Um, and and it's not really trying to answer those same questions. I mean, we know uh, how she died and who killed her. And, right. And so this is more sort of about you know, the sort of, like, the societal reaction to all of that. And it's really compelling. Definitely check it out. It's an hour and a half on Netflix. And uh, if you're into that kind of thing, big thumbs up. Uh, Well, I was just going to talk about this uh, trailer for Get Out. Oh, let's get out. So what we got here, people, is we got a horror movie. That is directed by Jordan Peele of Key and Peele fame. And this thing looks terrific. Can you summarize the idea? I mean, I can, that, I, I couldn't, I love the trailer. It's great. Yeah. And it definitely looks super fresh and, mm-hmm. and interesting and original. I don't know if I know quite what, what's going on. I, I don't want to know everything that's going on, obviously. Sure. But uh, just a general vibe of what this movie is about. Well, I mean, you know, the the germ of it seems to be, and and what's interesting is some of it looks one degree off from being hilarious. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> right, uh, but I mean, it's it's never really hilarious. It's very clear this is a dark movie. It's not a parody of horror movies, mm-hmm. at least not completely. But there are still moments that feel very close to being comedy, and I'm really interested to see how they ride that line. But what it seems to do is it seems to be coming from the seed of an idea where uh, this girl, uh, played by Allison Williams, is going to take her boyfriend to meet her parents. The boyfriend's black. She's white. And, you know, it, it, it kind of brings up the uh, the anxiety that goes along with this kind of thing in yeah. general. But also when you're talking about a, a mixed race couple where even now, 2016, that's still a... a, a, a sore point for people it's still a, a thing that's that's difficult to to deal with to navigate for an older generation well for the uh, for all the generations yeah I, I i i think it looks totally cool it's almost like a horror spin on guess who's coming to dinner mm-hmm. or something like that very good yeah yeah yeah. For and sure. uh here's something i wanted to ask you about because i you know i this is obviously going around facebook and certainly by the time uh this episode drops i think it will have Certainly made the rounds, but I had a friend that posted this, and she wrote, a black dude starring in a scary movie. I can't remember this ever happening before, seriously. And mm. uh, I was like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, I don't know if... <laughs> I, I can't either. I'm sh- I, I want to say I'm sure it's, it's, it's happened before, but maybe, you know, maybe not in something that's you know, as mainstream as being produced by you know, Blumhouse and, and those guys. Um, this day and age for sure, but I don't, does anything jump to mind for you? <laughs> no, it doesn't. And that's oh, so sad, it's so right? funny. That wasn't even the first thing I thought because 
Yeah, generally, and what they've been making fun of for, you know, a good couple decades now is yeah. the black guy dies first. First person to get killed, yeah. And that's um, clearly not going to be the case in this one. Or will it? Or will it? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that trailer's lying, definitely, if it is. <laughs> that's that's crazy. I, did, I didn't think about it at all. Um, well, here's the one question I, I have right. about this movie that I, I want it to answer, and I hope it will answer in the right way, and that is what this girlfriend knows about her parents. Because clearly they're being painted as the ones who are a bit psycho and, uh, and murderous and out to get him. Yes. Or, or harbingers of like these evil you know, people. But she, from the trailer, seems completely unaware of that. And so yes. that's the thing. It's like, is there going to be a twist where you find out either she's one of them or she's not one of them? How innocent is she? And like, what sort of like, what does that kind of do to their relationship? That's, I, I'm really kind of curious to see how he handles that. But uh looks super cool. Well, and, and I'll, I'll point this out too. And I should have thought about this before. Uh, longtime listener and good pal, uh, Damien Leahy and I uh, were talking just recently about the movie, The People Under the Stairs. Mm-hmm. And... That in that movie, the uh, the the protagonist is uh, a black kid. Okay. Um, and that is, I mean, it's Wes Craven. It's people under the stairs. Yeah. So yeah, n- not a ton of okay. stuff. Certainly not a ton of stuff. You know, in the last twenty years, you go back to the seventies, you'll find, you know, what they were calling black exploitation stuff, blackula. That's and that true. Kind of yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Um, but you're right. I mean, as far as like a protagonist in in a movie like this, no. Um, one other trailer I wanted to talk about briefly, and um, mainly just because I want to compare it to this one a little bit, is uh, the trailer for Jackie, the the uh, Jackie Onassis Kennedy biopic starring Natalie Portman came out. Beautiful poster of her dressed in one of those famous red dresses and red background. And uh, boy, that trailer, I, you know, I, I, I click on it kind of like, eh. <laughs> you yeah. know, I'm just sort of like in in the moment of uh, where we're at here in 2016. I don't know that I need another historical biopic about anybody, really. Like, you know, I kind of would rather just watch the documentary or like it would it, sure. rather it be someone that I don't know of. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And so I, I watch it not really knowing what to expect. And boy, I think regardless of how this movie turns out, that's a beautiful trailer. Like it's a, yeah. that's a, it's a moving trailer. And so, I, you know, watching this and then watching Get Out, and I don't remember which order I did, I was like, holy cow, both of these trailers are done so well. I mean, there's some really cool editing going on in that Get Out trailer as well. And it's oh, not yeah, just yeah, yeah. like scare, scare, scare kind of stuff. Um, there's a lot of stuff with sound and it's like, mm-hmm. You know, I think you can make the argument that we're not in the golden age of movies, but we might be in the golden age of trailers. I mean, these things are like <laughs> works of art. I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, I hope that the, the the Jackie movie can kind of live up to what's so cool in that trailer, but I feel like it can't. Like, it would have to be like a Terrence Malick movie yeah. to do that because there's there's that sort of like floating monologue in that trailer and this beautiful music. And I'm like, there's there's no way the movie can unfold like that. It'll be sort of, you know kind of uh traditional narrative i think at least i'm just wondering like maybe this will be more of an art film than than just like the standard there's a kubrick feel to it and you're right there's a malik feel to it you know combine those two guys kubrick malik you got a malik (laughs) malik malik movie but uh 
I don't know. I I, I do hope if, if that movie does feel like like the trailer, uh, yeah, I would totally go watch that. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks like a super powerful performance, even just yeah. in that trailer. So, uh, be excited to check that out. Well, maybe we should talk uh, box office here. Let's do it, man. All right. Got to get down, get to work. So as we tallied up the score from last time, you mm-hmm. got two right. I got one wrong. Yes. Um, yeah. None of us got the big ones right. I mean, we <laughs> we completely struck out on Miss Peregrine's, and that did really well, you know? That did, um, yeah. I think both that and Deepwater did above 20, so that's not too bad for nope. September. Um we are looking at Friday, October 14th, and um, Craig, yeah. not a ton coming out this week. No, nope, it's going to be a sleepy weekend. Yeah, so you've got The Accountant, yes. the new Ben Affleck movie, yes. that uh, the trailer came on TV the other day when I was downstairs with my wife watching TV, and she's like, what the hell movie is that? Yeah. <laughs> And uh, I was like, well, I, th- I think it's The Accountant with Ben Affleck. And she's like, yeah, okay. So I uh, don't, don't know much about that, but no. it's Warner Brothers, wide release. And then there's Max Steel, mm-hmm. the action movie. Previous week, you've got The Birth of a Nation going yep. out on 2,000 screens. Yep. Obviously, they're hoping for some awards there, despite the controversy. Indeed. And uh, The Girl on the Train, which is the big uh, literary adaptation, the thriller, mm-hmm. Emily Blunt. Over 3,000 screens. You've got uh, the comedy middle school, The Worst Years of My Life, which all I know is that it stars Andy Daly. And uh, oh. I, lo- I love Andy Daly. But mostly, I think it is literally about middle school kids. Um, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't know where, where we come in at here this week. Um, well, uh, luckily, I have a pretty good feel for this kind of thing, Sean. You do, obviously. I'm in a two to one. Two to one. Out of right? possible five, yeah. right, right. You're ahead. Not even, not even half. But <laughs> so let's uh, let's do a top five again. Um, okay. If you need a quick reminder, yeah, I think Miss Peregrine's will still be out there. Deepwater Horizon, The Magnificent Seven, Storks, Sully, Masterminds. Um, those were all the top six from the last time we did that. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep those in the back of your mind. All right. Uh, there's also another. Another. There are another couple you didn't name, and I'm not sure where they're going to fall in terms of. Uh, how many screens? There's mm-hmm. a Kevin Hart, uh, I think, a, like a like a concert film, comedy concert, yeah, which usually does pretty good. And then there's Voyage of Time, Terrence Malick uh, the documentary. documentary, yeah, the IMAX thing. Yeah. Well, as we know, last week the Girl on the Train was number one in the box office. Girl on the Train is going to remain number one from the week before. Okay. Girl on the Train. Okay. Number two. Number two is tough because I want to say that Birth of a Nation will be number two. But there's a part of me that feels like Accountant could slip in there, except the Accountant and Girl on the Trainer, they're going for the same audience exactly. Mm-hmm. And Birth of a Nation, if people have been listening, I mean, it's, clear, <laughs> it's clearly getting publicity. Oh, yeah. So now it's a question of how many people are going to say, well, I don't want to go watch a movie made by a rapist versus... This is supposed to be a great movie. I want to watch it. Right. Right. An important, an important movie too. You know. Exactly. I mean, like, yeah, like an amazing story, and apparently the movie ain't half bad. I think Birth of a Nation will be second. I think Peregrines will be third. Wow. Right. Mm -hmm. I think the accountant. Man, is that even possible? (laughs) 
That would be that would be a terrible opening, wouldn't it? it would be a, they would be disappointed. I think they would be. I know yeah. Ben Affleck would. He didn't direct this, but I know he he'd didn't be direct it. But still, and it doesn't look like a bad movie. Sure, no. But there's nothing important about it. There's nothing that's grabbing you. It's not a book like Girl on the Train that everybody read, mm-hmm. and it's not Birth of a Nation. Mm-mm. But I think the accountant's still got to come in. Uh, is that what okay. you're saying? I'm going to say it's going to come in third. Okay. Are oh, you slipping God. Peregrine down to fourth? Yeah, Peregrine's is fourth. Okay. Number five. You're almost through this. I know. So more. number five, that's the toughest one, right? Always. It's always the toughest one. I don't think but it's going to be But you got this one right Steel. last time. So. Okay. Oh, exactly. No, number five is like, that's my wheelhouse. That's a game. So I don't think it's going to be Kevin Hart. It's definitely not going to be Voyage of Time. I don't think middle school's got it, though I do love Andy Daly and Rob Riggle. Oh, oh isn't it? Okay, cool. Love those guys. My guess is, oh, gee, is that possible? <laughs> <laughs> I think Deepwater Horizon will be number five. Okay, there we have it. That was a good call. Uh, I don't know. I think those are all terrible. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay. I'm Tell them what say, it's really going to be. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on the limb there, and I'm going to pick the accountant to do number one that week. Oh, Yep. Immediately prepared to be wrong. Sure. I'm going to say Girl on the Train, okay. followed by Birth of a Nation, followed by... I'm going to say Miss Peregrine's actually slips a little bit. Just Oh, my goodness. Because I was quite certain it was going to in the first place. Yeah. I'm going to say Deepwater Horizon sticks in there at number four. Okay. And I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the uh, the middle school is number five. Whoa! I am. I think it's got a wide enough release. Yeah. And there's probably an audience that I have completely no clue about that is interested in seeing this movie that will have already seen as Peregrines. Maybe so. But probably not, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, you should all come back. Yeah. And check our Facebook page. And we'll, we'll tally up these results, and you can enjoy how, how wrong we were once again. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. Find us online at neverheardpodcast.com. We'll be back next time with uh, – we, we haven't penciled it in exactly yet, but we, do, we did one very cool, very current film for the month of October that's coming that uh, I'm, I'm psyched to put this one out there because it was a good movie. Yeah. And uh, maybe, maybe another – a potential surprise guest. So look forward to that. We'll keep you posted on that. But in the meantime, yeah, just soak it all in, man. Soak it in. Soak Soak it it up and soak it in.